Alright, what's going on good people? It's Mr. Shaw. We've returned for another episode for the podcast. And for today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about like a little show that it's an old show from back in the early two thousands. It's called The Wire. It's a feature in Baltimore and they actually do have residents from Baltimore that uh are in this. Now if you don't understand what the wire was, the wire was basically about the inner city of Baltimore and like several different people, several different gangs, and their trials and tribulations in Baltimore. Now, there's a few key characters that I'll mention, but I'm going to talk about a select few just because of who they are and to give you a better understanding of why I say, like, you got to avoid trying to be like these people as much as possible. This is mostly because I'm going to just say that this is going to like men where, you know, I listened to my, my boy's podcast the other day. So this is like, I was in there listening to his podcast. We talk about hyper hyper masculine men. You don't know who those guys kind of are. They're the dudes that try to act super hard when they know they're not that. One character in particular, his name's Naaman. Now, Naaman is like a young, uh, think, how old was this kid? Um, probably like young, like young preteen, like 12, 12 to 14 years of age. But Naaman is the son of two people. He's son of a, of a mom who's very, very vicious and wants him to be like his father. His father is the character known as Wee Baby. Wee Baby is part of one of the notorious gangs in East Baltimore. And he's one of the top enforcers. Like, literally, the man dropped bodies. For real, for real. It's cold-hearted. The, the definition of what a, somebody who's a cold-hearted uh, cold killer is, we be, baby, we be one of them. But we baby got locked up. But so his moms wants him to be like him. The problem is, Naaman is not like we baby. He ain't even, like, as tough, hard as his mother. He's softer than warm butter. Yeah, I wasn't trying to like make that seem like it was like a rhyme or something, but that's the best way to put it. Like, he seemed all tough like, on the outside, but really, he really wasn't like that. Like several different instances where some of like later, later like episodes and seasons, you kind of see it. Where one see one episode where this one guy ran up on that dude was drugged out, but dude was talking all cash money noise. And got swung on and kind of was like, like kind of like back away trying to run away. And another episode is when one of his guys, you know, he was stealing. And he didn't, he couldn't check him because he was thinking he was a punk. It took his main man to beat him up and homie ran on him. Like, he was he was a typical loud mouth type of dude. But when it came down to like, to like doing time and something like that. But they told him, like, you're going to go to the baby booking. If you don't understand, baby booking is basically, ju- I think it was juvenile, juvenile hall is what they was talking about. They're going to put him in juvie. And he just wasn't ready. He, he got scared because that's not what he was about. That's just what he was. That's why I say you don't want to be like a Naaman. Because I ain't going to lie. I know a lot of people who out there who be acting like Naaman. And they're like, oh, they be, they be hooping and hollering like they the biggest baddest thing in the world but in all honesty they're really not and they need to chill out 
because you're going to end up like naming where well, naming ended up probably the luckiest out of everybody because for him he ended up in a better situation where he got away from his mother and from that drug life like gangster lifestyle that he was never about he got to live with the the one guy i ain't gonna tell you too much because unless you want to watch the wire go right ahead but that's one character now this one other character he's um from one of the earlier seasons his name's d'angelo they called him d he's one of the uh, members of we baby's group he is the the nephew of the big boss avon barkley played by Woody harris phenomenal actor uh, the guy who plays D'Angelo, he you also see him in another show. Um, it's funny, like a couple people actually from The Wire have been in like various different other shows and movies. Um, D actually, if you go look at, it, if you go watch The Walking Dead, the tainted meat scene, that's D. Like yeah, that's him. And in this show, he plays this other this character, who's basically, as I would kind of say. He was never built for this kind of lifestyle, but he was coddled into it. Like, he was very, very, very much protected because of his uncle. Like, he he was he could do small time because he knew he was protected and stuff like that. Nobody will do nothing to him. But he basically, and I'm just going to keep it a stack, keep it a stack with you. He was never going to do a hard time. Like when, quote unquote, when we baby got arrested and got basically hit with like light sentences and stuff like that he just took the charges he said it is what it is i got caught i'm gonna help the gang out but d'angelo is a older version of naming he talked all hard he acted all hard but he was never about that life like there actually was an episode where he's supposed to ride with wee baby and the dude is just, just scared and shook because he thinks he thinks uh, the guy who plays Stringer Bell, um, Idris Alba, tells him he got to ride with Wee Baby. And he's scared because he thinks Wee Baby about to get him killed. And one of the notorious things what they would do is a set-up kill is ride you down an alley and kill you. He thought that's what was about to happen. Man was telling him going to the house. Now he think he about to get killed in the house. It's some abandoned building and no one ain't going to find him. My man is crying. This man, Wee Baby, told his man, you going to feed these fish until I get back. My man was shaking in his boots. I'm talking about, like, for real, for real. If you could, if you saw the way I was just moving, you probably would have, you probably would have laughed at me. I said, my man was like, he was really like just shaking, like, like, like he was like out there, like at 10 degrees weather with, with no shirt on, like shaking out there. Like he was shaking bad. He, he was crying because he was scared because he, he was, he was scared of dying. He was scared of dying. I think that's what it was. He wasn't scared of the lifestyle. He was scared of dying and not being free, which I'm going to tell you like this. There's a lot of D'Angelo D's out here. They act all hard because they're getting away with it. But the time, once they get hit with all them charges, it's time to do that time. Now they're scared. Now they're shaking in their boots. Or, oh, no. Oh, no. You got guys like G. Depp. They doing their time. C. Murder doing their time. I know D. Depp, you know, he felt remorseful about him killing that dude. So, you know, he he's went and took his time. But there's a lot of people that talked all that noise. But as soon as it came down to it, it, it they like, now they're scared. Now they're now they stitching on all their people because they don't want to go to jail. 
that's where the no snitching thing really comes from because basically if you didn't know snitches get killed like for me they, they say snitches get stitches but I don't know if it really means like they get stitched up because they got holes in them or they get stitched up because of you know they getting they got their ass whooped I don't really know I gotta I gotta find some people who really quote that for me because I ain't I ain't talked to them people in like a long time so I don't know I'm gonna do this off top of the head I've been awake for a very long time so mind you I'm doing the best I can right now. Then you got my main man, Wallace. Wallace is played by young Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Wallace is Michael B. Jordan <laughs> with braids. <sighs> Poor Wallace is the uh, also poor product of his environment. He's what you would call yeah, I'll probably just say he's a product of his environment. He's a hometown kid who ain't gonna leave his home. Because what happened with Wallace is that he got into some shit where basically, I, I don't know if he snitched, because like I said, I ain't watched all of The Wire. I've kind of been just like, like getting like bits and pieces. If I really could just sit down and watch it, that's gonna take a minute. Things like five seasons, 12, 13 episodes, it's like 50 minutes or some shit. So that's gonna take me a minute probably do that when I got like a next set, set of days off but he's a classic case of of you know he's he's basically a kid being made to be a, uh, like a like a drug dealer because what happened like one instance was it was an instance where you know various people t- talking D'Angelo was there and you know while I was playing with some toy and one of the characters literally chucks a bottle at him and hits him upside the head. And, you know, that that's what happened. So, you know, that's what happened. You know, he's supposed to be doing this, but that's not who he is. When you see somebody got killed, he, he kind of folds. And really, he was supposed to mostly stay gone. He wasn't supposed to come back. He wasn't supposed to come back. Like that—that's just me being honest about it. Like, people say, "Oh, well, that's because you know it's his home," but really, he was sent away to spare his life. For those who didn't understand that, so I had to take a little break. I had to go get something real quick. But you know, basically, he wasn't—he wasn't made for that lifestyle. Like he, like he—he kind of was like a a younger. I probably would say a younger Naaman. He acted like he was hard, but he was not. He was not really hard. So that was that was what I would say is I say he's like his biggest downfall because what actually I think they realized they thought he was going to snitch and stuff like that, so they had to kill him. Which I'm telling you, like when he came down here, basically dying, he pleading for his life. He he peeing his pants, but I gotta say now. Some people didn't understand. I said, man, you know, he's still a kid. He a kid kid. He not like no, he wasn't like no warrior like that. You, you see other people get scared when it came down to them dying. But, it, as I would say, as I would say, you know, it was, it was bad. Like my man got shot by not just random folk. He got shot by his people. People that's supposed to be his friends. 
like due time be a man it's all easy to say be a man when you got a gun in my face like ain't nobody trying to die but like, he, he's telling die like a man but like all he think he think is why my friend's trying to kill me like his friend shoot him he didn't even kill him it's the other friend dropping a few more rounds in him to kill him that man died in the corner crying pissing himself that's how he died. You know, that, that's that's the sad reality of it is. You know, he thought thought he was better. He thought he was like hard, kind of like Naaman, but Naaman lucked out only because he had other people around him to protect him. While as Wallace really didn't. And really, he should have listened to what a lot of people were telling him. Stay gone. Stay down in the South. He probably would have stayed safe if he stayed down in the south. Now, should I talk about him? I don't know. I guess I'll say this kid. This kid, Randy. Randy's also part of the naming group. Well, he was at one point. But Randy is what you kind of say. He would basically kind of like be with your little candy salesman. If you know. You got the like the kid who always like selling selling something either either it's drinks, candy, something like that. They always selling something. Always doing something. But Randy's biggest problem was he kinda would oversay something. Like there's an episode where one of the characters is notorious like carjacker. He's a kid named Donut. <laughs> Just look at the wire donut and you you'll understand. What I'm saying, like, he's a classic case of um, a person who knows too much, talks too much. And that's the problem. Like, and the reason why I say he kind of got the short end of the stick is because, you know, he, he really wasn't no fighter. He wasn't no banger or nothing like that. But he's just a product of his survival. He's trying to do something different. But... He got caught up because he listened to he doing something because somebody else told him to do it. And I don't want to talk about that. I'm going to talk about it in that next part to kind of to kind of give you an, um, an example. So, but it's like a classic case of when you talk too much, you're going to get done and dealt with. And literally, I ain't going to lie to you. If he didn't, if he didn't have his friends have his friends, he probably would have been done. He would have been done. I'm going to be honest with you. That's just me. Just me being me. He would have been done. Like, that. that's that's just me. That's just me saying something. Sorry, I was just looking at something. But... Oh, that's right. That's what that is. Um, he just he he just what he wasn't that type of dude. He wasn't hard. He didn't try to be hard, but he hung around the dudes that he really shouldn't have been hang, hanging around, and he got caught up, and so he should have gotten caught up in. Now, as you know, this is probably gonna be the first part. I'm gonna talk about the second part. These gonna be the next group of guys. So you're probably gonna hear me doing a continuation part, and this is a continuation part of it because I want to make two different videos 
this is an example of when you played yourself. These couple characters played themselves. Now some ended up with some certain demises, others ended up in, you know, in, you know, fucked up situations. Um I guess I should say, you know, who was, who should I start off with first? I'm trying, I'm just, give me a minute. I'm thinking of which, which character to start off with is, I'll just go off with Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell's character is played by Idris Alba, like I said earlier. Stringer Bell is a example of a guy trying to play two different sides. And to give you understanding what that says, um, uh, Woody Harris tells him, like, when he's playing as Avon, because he's trying to get a hit done on a politician. And Avon says this, you need a day and a jackal kind of motherfucker to do this. If you don't know what the day of the jackal is, it's basically a guy who's a spy sent to kill uh, a French, a French, like, politician. I forget what it was. I don't know exactly what it was, but he went undercover and basically was sent to kill this man. But he was trying to get like an everyday kind of street goon to kill this man. And he was going to have everybody in some stuff because he was mad. That's that's what he was trying to tell him. Was that you try to get everybody in some shit because you mad. Like that that wasn't that wasn't a cool, that wasn't a good look. So he tried to do that, but he also tried to, he kept trying to play different things. He's actually the reason why I didn't say it earlier, why D'Angelo ended up dead because he actually got D'Angelo killed, but may try to make it look like it was a suicide. He, it wasn't no suicide. He got that man killed in prison and he, he didn't even know he was getting killed. He didn't stand a chance because he, he wasn't, he wasn't ready for that. He wasn't bred for that kind of stuff. And so he got killed. That's what happened. But, you know, he, he was always scheming. He was always scheming until he got, he finally got caught up. He tried to play these two characters. One, uh, <laughs> they call him Brother Muzan, and then he tried to play Omar. Um, Is... I'm going to talk about Omar in a minute. He'll probably be one of the last people I try to talk about. But he played himself when he tried to go up against all these different dudes. But try to be hard at one moment, be soft at the next. But then he, he got cornered and he wasn't going to go nowhere. And he realized he was going to die. And he basically kind of like just said, well, come on, man. And he got, he gets capped by both of them. He's up dead. But why he died? Because he overplayed his hand. He's like an older version of Randy who try to do this little do this little thing, trying to get a little bit of money, do this da 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 da. But played himself because he tried to overplay it. And didn't know when it was time to pull back. That's why I'm gonna segue to my next guy. They call him Prop Joe or Proposition Joe. Like I got a proposition for you. Like he's saying, I got something for you. But it's always got something to do with him, so it benefits him in the end. And he doesn't care who he has to play about it. He even plays somebody who he said was like, he was like a son to me. 
He said, "You, I never see you like no father figure. Purposely Joe is an older guy. He's probably one of the older men. But he, he kept scheming. He's been scheming for so long that people let him off the hook. Until one one of the guys, like I just said, uh, who's going Marlo, because he's going to be talked about too. He basically says, you know what? He got to go. He got to go because he's going to be a problem down the line. And the reason why that is because, like I just said, he overplayed his hand. And he thought, maybe if I do this for him, I stay alive a little longer and I gain good with him. Because mind you, I think when he got killed, uh, the Barksdales were already gone. Like, I'm not going to tell you all that. Like, they were basically like taken out of commission. So there, there's no really like no Barksdale crew no more. So that's what happened with them. And for him, he tried to get in good with them, make sure he was like, oh, this da 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 but ended up overplaying his hand. Well, even one of the guys tried to tell him, hey, be careful, man. Be careful. And he ended up getting he ended up getting screwed in the end, getting killed in his own spot. And he knew it. Like he knew he he basically hung his head because he got shot execution style in the back of the head. But he just hung his head because he already knew it was over with. There was no there was nothing he can do, nothing he could say to talk his way out of getting killed. The same way about Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell he had to face his gunman down. Prop Joe got the easy way out by not having to face his gunman. So that's what happened with him. Now, Little Kev. Little Kev's a big boy. Big light-skinned boy. Um, But he was never about it, but I think he was about the, the money. But he set his own self up. Like I said, I don't know everything. Cause I ain't watched the show like that. I've only watched little bits and pieces and I've just been skimming through like a lot of different stuff just to like catch up a little bit just so I can get the, this little episode. I'll probably do like a, you know, I'll probably do like something later on. Like I've revamped this to give you a better understanding of what I'm trying to say. But little kid overplayed his hand where he's supposed to get his one dude set up. But remember Randy, who I talked about earlier, he used Randy to run it to Randy and set that dude up. But it's because Scare said, oh, I knew the guy, so he used a known snitch. Basically, Little Kev set up him and Randy to get fucked over. Here's the thing. There's a telltale sign what people like to play off of is that when they know you lying about something, he said, did you tell anybody? And he said, no, I swear. And he rubs his nose it's a dead giveaway. They already knew he was fucked, but they know how fucked he was. So they know the thing. They seeing him as a as a talker. Had to get rid of him. And the bad thing is, my man, my man looks scared. Like that little view, just look at little Kev's demise, or you kind of see him, and he's just looking at one of the guys. What know? <laughs> this guy was everywhere. You just look at, back at him, and you just see him, and is is bad. Dude's looking at him like, help me. And the thing is, dude can't help him. Well, see, he can't help him. He, he understands that's just what it is. And he turns his back and walks away. Luke Kev gets walked up in one of them houses and gets killed. I think that's what happened to him. I don't know. But he basically, he dies. Yep, that's right. I did, uh, I'm sorry. He did. I, he did get, because they mentioned it after the fact. So, they they told that to his boy. 
and it's, it was it was bad. But as a classic example of overplaying your hand again, he thought he was smart. He thought he could get this and get that and be safe. But he got screwed because he talked too much. And that's the that's the main point. That's why I said, you're going to do dirt. Make sure nobody else fucking knows what's going on. If you're ever going to do dirt, don't make sure nobody knows what's going on. The least people who know about what you're doing, the better it will be for you. And that's the sad reality of it. He ran his mouth and his mouth got him killed. Now, for our guy, Omar. I'm going to talk about Omar because I ain't going to talk about everybody. He's going to kind of be like the last person I talked about. Omar is the notorious bad guy, one of the notorious dudes in The Wire. You can look at however you want to say it. I'm just going to say notorious because he's bad because of what he be doing. Could he be killing folk? But he's a good forsake. I think he tried to remove drugs or something like that. But he lost a lot of people along the way. And that's also because he overplayed his hand. Like his one dude, he got him killed because he overplayed his hand. And so he ended up getting killed. The other guy eventually was going to get found out and he got killed. And he was his biggest support system. The thing is with Omar, for me, he liked playing the neighborhood boogeyman. But at some point, Omar needed to run away and get the fuck on. But he was still trying to act hard. And ends up getting killed himself because he overplayed himself. Because everybody knows you should always keep it on everybody. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Just these these guys and these young boys, they, they try to be something that they weren't. Some try to be schemers and thought it would work out for you. Yeah, it worked out for you maybe little by little. Like, Prop Joe threw some other dude underneath the bus to save his ass, but that ended up screwing him in the end. Just like little Kev. He was probably going to sacrifice Randy. That's why he said his name. He was going to sacrifice him, hoping that they would take care of him, but it ended up screwing him in the end anyway, because they was going to kill him anyway. That's why I said, really, out of everybody, Damon got it the easiest. Naaman got it the easiest. He got to walk away. Well, really, he got away from the whole thing in general. So, for him, he's like the luckiest out of everybody that I just mentioned in The Wire. Because Randy got screwed over big time. He he was a foster kid. So, he's fucked. Just like so many other characters. But this is what I always tell you. You got to know what you are and you got to know what you're not. If you're not no killer, don't try to pretend you're no killer. If you ain't no fighter, don't pretend you're a fighter. If you're not smart, it's okay not, that you ain't got to be the smartest man in the room. But you always got to be smart in the instance of, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And for a lot of these people, they should have realized that. Sometimes when you got to know when it's time to push, when it's time to pull back. That's what some of these dudes needed as well. Because being a fronter, being a schemer, just because you got this little legend, legendary status about yourself because people scared of you, that don't mean push your luck. Because they always say, 
you may win 99 out of 100 times. Is that one time out of 100 is when you get got. I mean, look at what happened to Achilles. I'm going to use him as an example. Achilles was granted a mortal body, but got shot in his one weakness. And that killed him. All it took was that one time. That's it. But don't listen to me. Because this stuff right here, you, you may think it's just a TV show. This shit happened for real. There's plenty of Randy's, Little Kibs, uh, D'Angelo's, Namens, <laughs> Wallace's, Stringer's, Prop Joe's, Omar's, all out there. They all in different professions and stuff like that. Walking all different ways of life. Some just luckier than most. But that's all I got to say with it. But you know what to do. Like and share the content. Make sure to write, rate it five stars wherever you view it. This really helps get an algorithm better to pocket each and every single day. And make sure to follow us so you know when I'm dropping an episode on whatever platform you are. Because, you know, I am on Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Um, I think it's Google Play and a few others. I'm on Anchor and Spotify. So be sure to check me out on all of those. And I will catch y'all next time in the next episode. Peace. Ross, easy, play that beat, boy.